special uh, Friday because it's the third Friday of the month, which means that we do the Hell Hat here at Muni Radio. What is a Hell Hat? The Hell Hat is this fuzzy Russian hat that we keep at the front of the stage, and it has all kinds of things written by people from the past couple days on the internet, and people are going to pull out of them tonight, and it's going to be great. Things to let the comedians know who are going to be pulling out of the hat. You don't have to read the thing when you pull it out. You can wait. You can leave it in your head. You can do whatever you want. It's very fun. Uh, you can let the things in the hat. You can just go with that. Or you can seamlessly bridge it into your own material. Who knows what's going to happen? It's a hell hat. Yay. So uh, I'm going to start it out. I'm going to pick the first one out of the hell hat, one of these pieces of paper. All right. <laughs> uh, this one says... The worst part about living in San Francisco. The worst part about living in San Francisco. That is so tough, because there are so many shitty things about living in San Francisco. No, actually, I love living in San Francisco. I'm so lucky to be able to live here as an artist. It's totally impossible. The only way to live in San Francisco is to be really, really poor or really, really rich. (laughs) It's just one way or the other. I've chosen to be really, really poor because food stamps are awesome. Now, one of the problems about living in San Francisco is that when you go to the Whole Foods, at the end of Haight Street, and sometimes, you know, you want to go on a date, maybe in Golden Gate Park with a man, and you don't want to pay a lot of money. You're like, hey, I'll buy all the food if you buy the alcohol. Isn't that nice? And then when you go through the thing and then go, boop, boop, foie gras with food stamps, and I say, motherfucker, <laughs> just because I'm poor doesn't mean I don't have good taste. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe I want to smear a little foie gras paste on some bread and eat it in the park like a civilized human being with illegal wine that we're drinking because it's a screw cap. Of course, it's going to be a fun date. What is the worst thing about living SF is the is people judging you for buying truffle cheese at uh, Trader Joe's with food stamps. <laughs> They're like, really? You know what truffles are? Fuck you. I'm like, nah. Mwah. Okay, that's the worst thing about living in San Francisco is being shamed for being one of the poor people that lives here. All right. Chipotle burrito. Why would you eat? Why would this even be in here? This is San Francisco. There's a ton of mission burritos the size of your head. Some of them have sauce. Some of them have cheese. Most of them have real avocado inside. Why would you even go to Chipotle? They like take the avocado in Arizona and they smush it into a bag and then they send it to LA. How is that possible? Why is that a thing? How is that real? Why do people eat Chipotle burritos? I'm so glad there isn't one in the mission. Like, fine, there's one on Market Street or some bullshit because people are too stupid to come into the mission on their lunch break. Why? And they're like $9.95 for a burrito. It's like the same price to get real. Like, I don't even know what kind of chicken they're using, but uh, Chipotle burrito, what a piece of shit. I'm sorry. I actually, one of the best things about Chipotle burrito is that I got, sometimes I, um, I sell my time, uh, meaning that I go to these things, they, they contact me via email and they say, hey, do you want a $75 Visa card? And I say, yes. And then I had to sit and talk about Chipotle burritos for like 40 minutes once. And it was so funny because it was after that whole thing when everybody got sick or whatever and they're like, will you ever eat Chipotle again? And I'm like, you know, I live in the mission so it's kind of tough. But they were like, what would it take? What would it take for you to eat Chipotle? And I was like, fish tacos, motherfucker. (laughs) 
fish tacos. Anyone with a fish taco, I'm going there. You know what I mean? $1.75 Tuesdays after 2.30 at Rubio's. Not that that was, not that they're giving me any money for that. Oh. <laughs> if, so, in Iceland, there is no burritos. It's funny that you eat them here. And I would write a song about burritos, but it's crazy because the polar bear does not eat them. So how is eating burritos a thing? This said, use a really bad accent. So that was my Icelandic Bjork accent. That was what that was. That was, that was good. Uh, so I've been on the bus before a lot. I'm a bus. I'm a bus person. I don't know who else is poor. Uh, no, I, I love the bus. I was taught as a child because I was born rich or whatever. My mom was like, "The bus is for dangerous people." <laughs> I was like, I, "But I can get to the Golden Skate on the bus. It doesn't seem very dangerous. You just get on the road and then the I could skateboard there, but it's like four miles. That seems really ridiculous. But I could get on a bus. It's not going to take any time." So I, I did get on the bus at one point and I went uh, to the Golden Skate and uh, I was there and then uh, that was the point where I crapped my pants <laughs> and uh, I had to get home <laughs> and I had no friends or a way to get home. So um, I don't know if you guys have ever uh, tried to stand on a bus hoping that no, like when your pants are full of crap and you're like standing there and you're like, if I sit, it's going to show on my, it's going to leak through right now. It's somehow the tenuous nature of my itsy bitsy panties, uh, from Costco are holding in the poo. Uh, but I just couldn't see if it's a stand. And then you're like, is everyone looking at me because I smell funny? Is that it? It was me. That's when I never, that's why I learned not to take the bus. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Or find out where the public restrooms are. It's hard when you're a child. I was like in fourth grade. Where it's, we're going to feel like that. Mm. Uh, it says, how do you feel about beards? Well, I'm really, I'm really excited since like 2006 where men were really able to express themselves not only with their hairstyles but also with their facial hair. You know, like for years and years and years, uh, having a beard meant that you couldn't afford to have a razor because Gillette, the best a man can get, taught you that you weren't good enough unless you shaved every day. So it was really like, you know, people saying, hey, you're not good enough, but you can be if you shave everybody, but you have to buy this product. And if you can't afford this product, then you're not good enough. <laughs> America, right? Like, isn't that great? So for a long time, you could easily tell the difference between a man with money and a man without money by the size of their beard and the way that it was shaped or quaffed or how long it was or if it was not shaped or quaffed at all and if they braided it or whatever the fuck they did with their beard, right? I'm big into the people that go with the whole around the head uh, French braid. Like they start on this side and they French braid their beard into themselves and then into their hair and then all the way around like an awesome ring, like a like their own wreath. Like they are sort of like the yearly wreath. And if they work some, you know, like you work some rosemary in there and it could smell good and then maybe people wouldn't be worried so much about your errant body hair. Uh, but I'm really a big fan of people expressing themselves with their beards and their hair in general. 
men couldn't do this. I grew up in the 80s. It was like all, you know, like it was all about, you're like, you're either a jarhead or you're a hippie. You're like, you're a surfer or you're fucking a sellout. And now there's all this in-between zone and everyone has a beard. So you just can't even judge. I mean, it used to be like, you can't judge a book by its cover, but it's like, you actually can judge a book. Like you can like look at the title of a book and who wrote it and you can look at the back, there's a blurb. Sometimes there's a picture. You can actually judge a book by its cover. So I'm not sure why they say don't do that because it kind of seems like a great way to get through life is to like critically analyze things that come at you like a book or a man with a beard. Like you can do all these things. All right. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, you have a purse during the zombie apocalypse how do you survive I think this has I think this is saying like what is in your purse that could be a weapon Uh, I can stab a zombie uh, in the face with these keys like it's not even in my purse it's just on my body I can just be like get close enough to a zombie zombies are dumb right so you just get close enough you go <laughs> you gotta jab it right in their eye and get far enough and you get to their brain maybe you go up through the nose like I don't know how the keys are gonna work that way maybe I have to use multiple keys I don't know what what else is in people's purses I don't actually I carry a backpack not a purse because I'm you know into the apocalypse and whatnot uh I, I have bottles of water on me. I feel like zombies would melt with water. I don't think anybody's gotten to that part yet, but I think that if you throw water on zombies, they melt. That's just because of the whole like witch thing from the, I'm just like, oh, we'll melt zombies. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what's in a purse that could actually be used. Maybe zombies don't like Werther's Originals. <laughs> and there's like candies in the pot. You throw the candies at them and they're like, I can't handle the sugar, it's a corn syrup, I'm gonna die, they melt. They don't melt. You have to bash them over that. Maybe if you take the purse, no, you can't bash them over that. The purse is not going to be good enough. Maybe if you have enough quarters in the purse and you can put them into something and you put them maybe into your sock and then you can bash someone on the head enough times. Still, I don't think it's enough. I don't think a purse is going to bring you through the apocalypse. I don't want to do this one. <laughs> I don't. I don't said incorporate a prat fall. I'm like, I can't fall on the ground right now. That's too that's I'm forty two years old, I might break something. So you can do this too with the tell hat. You can just put them back. You can be like, fuck this shit. Can't but I'm gonna I'm gonna pull if I, I I'll have to do the third. I have to do the third. Here we go. All right. Yeah. Uh this is five reasons to date a stripper. Uh number one, uh number one, uh Cammy is just she's a doll. Right, Cammy. I mean, she's got this really cute pug dog, and you're like, you just want to hang out with her because she's got a pug dog, and you're like, yeah. Uh, also, you want to date a stripper because uh, she's got that pretty mouth, you know? And <laughs> you've seen it. Like, come on. Like, why wouldn't you want to date Cammy? She's so cute. Uh, also, uh, when when they when they have fake boobs. Uh, you don't have to worry about like mashing your dick in between them because you know you can't. She can't feel anything anyway, right? So you just take the. It's a, t- it's a titty fucking time. It's gonna be fun. Uh, five. I got number four reason to date a stripper. Oh, because you get the free uh, buffet lunch on Tuesdays when she's dancing. Isn't that the best? You get the free. You get the free $5.99 buffet lunch on Tuesdays at the Gold Club when she's dancing. You just get to walk right in and eat all of the churros 
and the fried chicken. It's going to be delicious. Yeah, right? Uh, number five reason to date a stripper. Because uh, she looks so cute when she's like swabbing the ground in her plastic heels, picking up all those dollars. I mean, it's just so darling. She sweeps them up into that tiny purse. You're like, how can that many dollars fit into that tiny purse? If I had a nickel, like I would... You can't throw money, like hard money at strippers, only soft money. You can't actually throw (laughs) nickels at them. They don't appreciate that, by the way. Uh, All right, so that was me doing the hell hat. Yay, yay, yay. Welcome to Pam Dazzy. Are you warmed up? Yay, everybody feels so warm inside. It's so happy. Uh, We sing a song here at Pam Dazzy's Company Clubhouse. If you know how it goes, sing along with me. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy, clubhouse. comedy, clubhouse. together we will bring our jokes up high, 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 that's <coughs> <coughs> good, that Gorilla Glue is insane right now, right, M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, you want to come inside my clubhouse, yay, yay, here we all are, it's so exciting, your first comic of the night, to brave the amazing hat. Uh, he is also known as Pervert Fervor. He was just playing all the beepity boops and the meegity moogs and the ones and twos. He also hangs out here on Wednesdays from two to four on Some Call Me Tim. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Timothy Pizza! What will beards be in 10 years? Beards, years? I said years. In, in 10 years, beards will be years. I think they'll still just be fucking beards. Idiot. <laughs> I don't even know. What's this say? Your cabinet. Um, I like mahogany. <laughs> you know, I think it's a nice wood. It's got a good clean knob and it's quiet too. It smells nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, it's quiet. Yeah, I, I can't read these. It's cursive. You don't know how to read cursive? Incorporate a pratfall. Okay. All right, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> don't worry, before this hits over, I'll fall down. Yeah, don't worry, it'll happen. I'm not gonna let, I'm not gonna hold out on you guys. Sorry, they're all in cursive. Uh, how do you feel about blah, 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 oh uh, breast implants? Um, you know, breast implants. I got a story about breast implants. I was a young teen boy, and uh. I was, uh, I was a black sheep of the family, but I was responsible, so they kind of let me have my ways. I go to my mom one day and I say, Mom, I'm gonna get a public tattoo. I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a, uh, you know, a half sleeve on my forearm. She's like, oh, that's fine. It's totally fine. And I'm like, what? Normally this is like a battle. You know, like mom screaming, like how can you do this to your body? You know, all this other shit. And then uh, two weeks I come home and um, she's just got these huge tits. <laughs> Breast implants. Danville! 
I love you, Mom. <laughs> Freak dance to what song? Was that a... Oh, favorite song? That clearly says what song. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so what song? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly he See, I told you. I told you. Oh, oh. Oh, thank you. I love you guys. I'll be here all week. All right, this is my last one. Union strike. Uh, no. What will religion look like in a hundred years? Uh, ones and zeros? I don't know. It's like every time you think religion's going away, it, come ba it comes back. Like now it's Facebook. Yeah, people can't, you know, people used to go to their pastor all the time and sit in a fucking weird box and talk through a weird screen door and be like, I touched my dick inappropriately. And now they just get on Facebook and they're like, I touched my dick inappropriately. <laughs> and uh, hey, mom, happy birthday. Um, I'm Timothy Pizza. Hell hat, you're here. You never know what's going to happen. That pratfall was amazing. See how he did that? He read it and then he used it later. That was, that was, that was, wow. That was good. I'm so glad that you didn't hurt yourself. Uh, I got, I pulled that one out. That was one of the ones I put back. I was like, I ain't fucking falling on the ground. I am too old to do that. Your next comedian uh, is not too old to do anything. Uh, he used to be in the military, and that is surprising. <laughs> Because he seems like a pretty progressive guy. No, no. When I heard he was in the Coast Guard, I was like, oh, really? You were in the military before. Uh, he's a really funny guy. You guys are going to love him. Let's see what he does with the hell hat. Put your hands together for Christopher Jaramillo. All right, let's see what we got here. That's what we got here. Uh, bionic arm. Bionic arms are awesome. Uh, it, I, they'd be great for like jerking off because they're like not your arm. Like I, <laughs> I uh, no, it'd be like a straight. Like, have you ever heard what the heck was that? There's something called the stranger where you sit on your hand until it freaking like it feels so it feels like somebody else is jerking off. Okay, so that's yeah, that's that's what I would use a bionic arm for. All right, let's see. Uh, I don't think there's any inappropriate way to touch your own dick, by the way. Who, who said that? That's just, that's just wrong. Okay, use a weird voice. Other than my own? What, oh no, what? Um, uh, okay, um, 
know. And do what? Tell a joke. Okay. Um, that's a good joke. Um, <laughs> does anybody know any good jokes? No, uh, <laughs> ah. I was in the coast. Uh, I was listening to my friends wanting to pee the entire time driving over here. Yeah. He get, he actually made a rap. Do you want to do some of the rap for me? No. Okay. He did he he did a rap the entire time. He's like I have to pee. Woo woo wee. And then it, I don't know. He, and I, I rhymed there. He didn't. He was just he kind of just was going along with a song. He he didn't he didn't rhyme. It, uh, it wasn't it was very bad. Things that are under forty five. Something bust. I lost. Forty five is. I don't like to say Trump's name, so we say forty five instead. Oh, things that are bet better. But what's that word? I don't know what that word is. Sorry, it's all in cursive. Things that are better under forty five. Things that are better under forty five. Okay, that's good. No, I understand. No, I try not to say president and his name in the same sentence. That's just my thing. But um, better at 45. Um, I feel a lot better about my hair. Um, I feel a lot better about my hands. I don't know. Tiny hands. Uh, we didn't get the TPP. That's not even a joke. That's just true. We didn't. Yeah, but the TPP didn't happen. That was nice. Um. What else did he do? He's had some funny cabinet member. You know, he's just he he uh wait he he uh, uh what was it? He, one of his uh, cabinet members was uh, uh the president of Exxon Mobil. I mean, actually, I think that's good because it's like we don't have to play around anymore. Like we know the wars are for oil. Like, like, like yeah. Why are we fucking around? Why are we like saying, hey, this guy's connected to this? No, it's just like, hey, the president for uh, the president of Exxon Mobil is our is, is in charge of our military. That's no, no separation. Just go right to the thing. That's almost brilliant in a weird way. <laughs> and there, is, it, is this going to be a no? You can fill as many or as few as you want. Okay. Oh, this is just a piece of paper. What? Is that empty? You can yes. look at the other side and see if it's So empty. emptiness is... Okay, I'm not. <laughs> I, I think somebody's just using this to throw away papers now. No, no, no. Those are... Oh, maybe no, those are real. I don't think so. Those are just pieces of paper. Okay. <laughs> as a result of prohibition... Okay. <laughs> I was trying to see if I could find something. Okay, here's a long one. What would have happened if all those people that said if 45 was elected, they would go to Canada? What would happen if all the people that said they were going to go to Canada? I we I think we'd have an empty country. What? We'd have yeah. I think California California would be vacant, wouldn't it? Like that would just we just have like an empty. That'd be kind of interesting. The traffic today would have been a lot better. Uh, Improvements in traffic. That's what I'll go with. Okay. Yay! Okay. Are we? Oh. I, oh. Is anybody timing? I don't even know. I'm just. I keep. Vent vaha meant caper pants defense. I. You have to read that. There's a big. There's a big word. Capri pants are awesome. What? You guys don't own any capri pants? That capri pants are just, they're amazing. They're just like, they're kind of shorts, but they're not. You can, uh, Brazilians can wear them. They can, yeah, that's, uh, that's one, that's one, th yeah. So if Brazilians can wear, if, if it gives Brazilian pants, because they don't, I don't think they're into pants. They don't like pants. They, uh, they like being naked and, 
Okay, I don't know. Is that, that's not a good defense for capri pants. Does <laughs> this count as vehement? I, uh, vehement. I, I'm guessing that means strong. I don't even know. That's a big word. You, uh, you use big, yeah, use big word, yeah, vehement. What made you want to use vehement in the sentence? That was just kind of weird, like, vehement, okay. Use vehement in a sentence, yeah, I don't know, yeah, I think that's, I guess it's the sentence, okay. Okay, vehement, I don't know. I don't know why I keep reading it. Um, what's wrong with capri pants? I don't know, I don't, I don't even, I don't own any, I just, I, but, it, hey, some girls look good, girls look good in capri pants. What? Oh, wedge shoes. Yeah, I am completely oblivious. I, I have, I have shoes, pants, and shirt. I, that's everything. I don't. If it has a fancy name, I'm like, I, I like uh, maybe pants, sh- shorts. That's about it. Capris. Okay. Yes, I do have a belt. Yeah, All right, good. yeah. Fancy. <laughs> it's like, a, okay. Uh, again, emptiness. Empty. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, make up something. Uh, tattoo. Tattoo. It's, I, I think, think it says tattoo regret. Tattoo regret. I don't have any. I have a tattoo. I, I, I actually, I have one tattoo. Um, the way I got my tattoo, this is, this is kind of cool. I was actually like, uh, I, I think I was about like 19 and I uh, visited my cousin. And my cousin, um, at my cousin's house, her boyfriend's uncle used to just hang out in the corner and just read books, but he also had his tattoo equipment. And I was talking to her boyfriend about tattoos, and I was like, yeah, you know what, I want a tattoo. And he was like, hey, yo, Unc, he wants a tattoo. Can you give him a tattoo? And his uncle said, well, does he have money? And I was like, I don't have any money. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. Just, yeah, just do a tattoo. And I'm like, uh, he's like, don't worry about it. Just, so I went and got a tattoo from him, and I guess, like, a, like a, a couple days later, it's like, hey, your cousin didn't pay me for the tattoo, and he was like, here's some drugs, shut the fuck up. So like, my this was paid, my, my ta- first tattoo was paid for by drugs. Yay! So I, yeah. So appropriate. Yes. What is your first tattoo? Yeah, oh, it, oh, it's just on my arm. I'm not that big of a tool. I have, I have one Coast Guard shirt, and it was, it was because I dated a recruiter, and she gave it to me. She was like, you need Coast Guard stuff. And I was like, if it's a free shirt, I'll take it. I guess it's not. I mean, it's free. I'll, I'll, I would wear a lot of shirts I don't like for free. Okay. Slap someone, play, someone playfully. That's kind of me. That's okay. I know. It was from Jenny Hogan. I didn't think it was from Okay. Who wants to be slapped? <laughs> Who wants to be slapped playfully? Does somebody want to slap me playfully? I've eaten one of our caramels. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> First, rule, First rule of caramel, but... Ah, here, here. I don't, I don't know. Yay! Men talking their outfits. I wear shoes, pants, and shirts. Do we do, we do anything else? Who, what else? Do, what do you, you're actually pretty uptight about your outfits. What, what are you... <laughs> No, you're fancy. Come on, let's just be real. <laughs> what? He's metro. Yeah, you're a little metro. Yeah, you are. Fa- you're a fancy. You're a fancy dude. Yeah, you're kind of fancy. 
Well, he does do the consolidation thing. He doesn't have many clothes, but they're all nice. That's that's why you're very. Yeah. What? It's a thing. Thirty-three pieces of clothing. Yeah. He's like. Oh, do you have? Is that what you have? Okay. I okay. I don't know what to do. I'm just going through these. Can I pick up? Okay. All right. Cool. I'll keep going. Oh, let me see. I'm just going through this. Maybe five years old. Make a five-year-old laugh. I would. Should I go? Should I go out into public and find a five-year-old? Tell a five-year-old joke. Uh, what? Like, okay. What counts as a five-year-old joke? Um, I. Uh, what? What did the uh, Incredible Hulk's wife get him for his birthday? What? A new shirt. <laughs> Actually, an old lady told me that one, but that's. Works the same. What kind of CIA agent would you be? I would be. Well, I, I would suck. I wouldn't be a good CIA agent. I would like be, I'd be like, I'd be hanging out. I'd be like, yeah, I'm spying on whoever. And then I'd just be like getting margaritas somewhere, just chick kicking it. Um, or maybe I'd be an awesome CIA agent. They'd be like, overthrow this country. And I was like, shoot, I wasn't able to do it. I, uh, yeah, that's messed up. Why, why would you do that? I don't know. Um, and until, yeah, what, what, what would I do as a CIA agent? What kind, of, what kind of CIA agent would you be? Would you be an awesome one? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'd be one of the ones that smuggle drugs in the country. That would be cool. Oh, yeah. That would be, I would do that. Would you, would you do that? You'd be. Do all the drugs, yes. No, you, you have to smuggle them in the country. I would do them all. That is, okay. Yeah, because you're a CIA agent. You're like, did you get the, yeah, yeah, freak, I could see that. Did you get the drugs in the country? You're like, I did them all. No, no, that's not right. That's not what we need. We, you're supposed to bring them in. I brought, they're in my digestive system. They're, they're, they're here. They're technically here. Okay. You didn't say, you weren't specific enough with me. Yeah. Okay, last one. Plat. Plato or Plato? Plato. I don't know anything about Plato. I know, I played, yeah, I played with Clay. Clay. So I don't know nothing about, I know nothing about Plato. I know he's a philosopher. He's an artist. Is he a philosopher? What did he, what did he say that was famous? Oh. You, think, you, think they're, you think therefore you are? Is that, is that what he said? Oh, did he have the cave thing with the with the shadows? Did he do that? Oh, Plato's cave. Okay. Okay, is that true? That's, all. That's awesome. One of the greatest philosophers was illiterate. That, that, that should teach us all something. That should teach us all something. Uh, so, all right, cool. But I, uh, so I know more about Plato than I do, uh, think. Okay, I, uh, I did a lot of notes. All right, hey, thank you, you've been awesome. Christopher Harmio, everybody. Uh, being, doing the Hell Hat with great aplomb, so exciting. Just so you know about the 33, there's a bunch of people, uh, man bun, man bun. There's, yes. There's a bunch of people that are doing this new thing called 33 where they only have 33 pieces of clothing including their shoes. So they, it's a small home, sort of all of it. So I guess a pair of socks, I hope a pair of socks isn't two things. I hope a pair of socks is one thing. And I hope a pair of shoes is one thing. But you're only allowed to have 33 items and you, and people have been like, oh, I've been at work for four months and no one's noticed. But it's just all of your pieces are your favorite pieces. 
and you just keep it super small because we don't need to have all this waste and isn't that nice yay changing the world by having less fabric yay no it's okay people don't understand that there is a slavery that exists now and it's of everybody in um the uh, you know like the indonesia and the bangladesh and all that because they're making our shitty clothing and they're working like slaves for you know like 14 15 cents a day oh yay i'm probably un- uh, exaggerating they probably make a dollar a day you know what i'm saying uh this is another blank one if you pull out a blank one uh just pretend that you can write whatever you want on it let's make that new rule shall we ha ha it's a wild card i'm sorry that some of them i put in here it gets very confusing there's lots and lots of hell your next comedian she's a really funny lady she's never done the hell hat before but i'm really excited to see what she does when she pulls out of the hat She's, she hasn't done a lot of improvisation, but we are going to be super awesome and a great audience, and we're going to help her through this difficult time with this ridiculous hat with super ridiculous things inside of it that people put in. I can't, I can't wait to see what comes out next. You guys are going to love your next comedian. It's Sabrina Miller! Thank you, thank you. That just shows you that the first rule of success is just showing up. Yes. And of course, kissing lots of ass doesn't hurt either. <laughs> um, actually, the last time I did improv was when my sister and I used to get together and we, we, we would have these Mystery Science Theater 3000 marathons. We get like the juices flowing and like we were like, we were like, we were like really good. So, all right, let's see if I can recapture the, uh, the magic here. Oh, I get to make up something. Um, polar bear in a snowstorm. <laughs> no, there aren't going to be any polar bears in, in a snowstorm. It's like hasn't like haven't hasn't everybody read like Weird Al? Or, no, Weird. <laughs> hasn't everyone read like uh, Al Gore's book, An Inconvenient Truth? There won't be any polar bears in a snowstorm. There won't, you know, there's not going to be any Arctic anymore. They're all going to drown or whatever. So. Weird Al. <laughs> all right, that was kind of depressing. Another blank? Seriously, another no, blank one? I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, all right. I was looking. Oh, one part of. Are you sure? There's something on here. Oh no, this is well. This is about um, marijuana. What's so it saying? <laughs> I thought it was going to be in cursive. I thought they were all. I don't. Let me just go into another one here. <laughs> I want cursive. I'm looking for cursive. All right, let's reach down in here. Let's find something. Yes, Pam's handwriting. All right, you're, okay. Your best impression of getting your balls unstuck from your leg? <laughs> well, gee, it's kind of ironic that I, that I got this question. Touche universe, because as most of you know, I am transgender, so I am kind of I would say I have some expertise on this topic. Um, all right, let's rewind the clock about four years. What was it about? <laughs> your best impression of getting your balls on stuff. All right, all right, let's make this a good one. Um, it was fun, like actually, like actually being in class doing a presentation when that happened. You know, you start, you get really nervous, and like you start sweating a lot. Your heart starts racing. You go up there, and you're walking, and then like all of a sudden they get stuck to the sweat, and you're like kind of like you're trying to be all like nonchalant. And you're like you're doing your report about maybe you know the possible extinction of polar bears due to climate change. 
You're like, you're, yeah. <laughs> you're like, fuck China. And uh, at that point, at that point when you're really just like cursing China for like just having too many coal-fired, you know, power plants, you know, per person, you're like, oh, God damn it. You're like, you're trying, kind of like, you're reading, you're just kind of like, oh, just kind of adjusting my position, and you're kind of like, you know, kind of rubbing your thighs together just a little bit, just <laughs> hoping nobody's looking. You, you're kind of like, maybe just kind of stretching a little bit. <laughs> it's like, yeah, guys, I'm, yeah, I really, really exercised hard yesterday. I got to stretch out my back a little bit. <laughs> like, I don't know, that's the best I can do. All right. I know, it's kind of a liability when I'm on stage. You know when I do that joke about like how I was born without a vagina? <laughs> and it's like, it's like, back in the day I was like, oh my God, I'm never gonna be passable. Like, I hope I'm passable. I pray to God I'm passable one day. So like, guys are like, ugh, I don't want a dude in a dress standing next to me on the bus. But now it's like, damn it, I'm too passable when I'm on stage. It's like, fuck, it's like, it's like I'm trying to like, you know, people can't suspend their disbelief, you know? It's anyway, it's kind of a... I get that all the time. <laughs> yeah. And since I'm in San Francisco, I'm from a lot of women. Okay. All right. Biggest, most irrational fear. Um, biggest, most irrational fear. I really don't have many fears. I would say, I would say um, our alien overlords coming back to the, uh, to the planet to basically reclaim the planet, you know? And, I don't know, turn us all into alien-human hybrids, you know? Um, that's my biggest irrational fear. No, actually, that's my, that's my friend's ir irrational fear. I think, like, there's some projection going on because, like, she's paranoid schizophrenic and she's kind of a conspiracy nut, so it's kind of, actually, that's more sad than funny. <laughs> that's really sad. The shadow government is with us. <laughs> the signs are everywhere. All right, how do you deal with errant body hair? I love this. This is perfect. This is like, it's like God is smiling upon me. How do I deal with errant body I, I, well, I did. I did. Okay. I, I get rid of the errant body hairs, you know, the old fashioned way. I, uh, I go in, I get laser hair removal treatment. I uh, go back there, the technician slathers on some numbing cream and some cooling gel on my face and start zapping me with the laser, you know, in very sensitive areas. <laughs> Haven't done the bikini area yet. No, I'm not, I'm not brave enough for that. The face, the face, yeah, the face hurt enough though. It's like, okay, like, like right here on the upper lip, it was like a fucking... Okay, okay, now, okay, after having the laser hair removal, I have sympathy with a piece of fabric at the mercy of a sewing machine. Seriously, Donald Trump did more for trans rights than that numbing cream did for my face, god damn it. So I can only imagine what it would feel like to get rid of errant hairs down there, or like near the nipple area, no, I'd probably be screaming. And, and like, you know, and a lot of times, like, okay, if you're trans and you're gonna get the sex reassignment surgery, depending on the surgery, you have to get um, you have to get genital electrolysis. Or like, oh, no, no, all right. <laughs> all right, let's do. My friend did it on the sides and it wasn't that bad. 
don't know. I'm not gonna toss that one. That's. I'm just gonna keep digging, keep digging through until I find ones tailor made to me. <laughs> um, tell a joke like a. What is this? Like a wine mom? Is that what that? Like a wine mom. A wine mom? Like a mom like who drinks wine? Yeah. Oh, very oblivious. Oh my god. Um that's that's a hard one, a wine mom. It's like I'm drawing a blank. Yes, that's a good idea. Should someone Yeah. I know someone's gonna tell an amazing joke based on that. But not me, I'm too new, so. All right. Oh, your favorite part of a cat. <laughs> yes. I thought I would never be asked this question. I'm like, to I'm like totally a cat person. Yay! Um, my favorite part of a cat, I would say would have to be, not the genitals, no. <laughs> um, Definitely, I would say the head. Okay, it's because I, okay. No, the, just the little, the little head right here, the little forehead. Because when, like, when, when I was growing up, um, my family, we had the cutest little calico kitty, sweetest, you know, most, the sweetest calico cat you could ever meet. And like every time we would come back, you know, from school or, you know, from the movies or whatever, you know, we would walk into the front hallway and like there was, a, there was like a divider between the, the hallway and the um, and the living room, and she would just like she would just jump up on the divider with a little chirp like what are you? And she would like she would like greet us and she would like you know greet me with a little headbutt and be like just like that. It was so cute. It was so cute until she got older and I accidentally knocked her off. It was terrible. Like she like she injured her leg and she was limping around. We had to take her to the vet and I was like, and the vet's like it's like what happened. Like, how did she injure, you know, her leg? And I was like, um, I gotta use the bathroom. Mom, why don't you answer that one? I just felt so guilty. How's the cat? Yeah. That's what I tell the doctor. She's dead. Did you know that all calico cats are girls? Yeah, she was, um, she was a girl. And, uh, and I, yeah, I also like to like, I also like to sniff her forehead. I'm like, that was like my therapy. I would like, I would like pick her up and I, I was weird. I would like sniff her big. It was very calming. It was like cat aromatherapy. And uh, she was like, I said, she was the sweetest little cat. So. <laughs> last one. All right. Make it last. Okay. Um. Filibuster. <laughs> filibuster, perfect. Okay. I have. Okay. I want to do a variation on a filibuster. I want to get all of my fundamentalist, you know, fundamentalist Christian, you know, relatives, and fucking like put them in a really big room and lock them in there with me, because like they really don't like the fact that I'm transgender and just like fucking make them love me. Yeah! 
And I just like do a PowerPoint presentation, start educating them and say, all right, here's the first slide. Okay, here's a, uh, here's a female brain, a normal genetic female brain, and here's a trans woman's brain. As you can see, the, uh, just take a look at the structure. The, there's the uh, scientists, the one structure in the brain that's implicated um, in gender identity is the uh, bed nucleus in the brain. And if you take a look, the, uh, the bed nucleus in the female brain is identical to the bed nucleus in the um, trans woman's brain. So, as you can see, for many years, you guys have been ignorant assholes. <laughs> yes, you've been very fucking ignorant, so fuck you. There's the evidence, you know. Anyway, <laughs> all right, I think that's my time. Back to your host, everybody. Sabrina Miller, like a champion, takes on the hell hat. That was awesome. Yes. Uh... I am learning so much. I am so excited. Uh, I am. No, I do. I love your squeeze bowl thing. You didn't tell that joke tonight, though, about the cleaning out the squeeze bowl. It's great. It makes me always want to pee after sex so I won't get into UTI. It's really exciting. I love, I love your, your orange pee joke. It's so good. Yay. <laughs> Sorry. It's hard to shop for orange pee. You got to get the... You gotta get the pills that make it happen and then you gotta talk to it. Uh, I just talked to a dermatologist because she's my best friend. Your next comedian, he's an amazing uh, comedian. I see him there. I got to do a show years ago now in his backyard and I gotta tell you, it was fucking fun. And he's gonna bring the fun right now. You guys are gonna love him. Everybody clap wildly for John Alcabez. <laughs> Hello. Cool, like a like a normal show. <laughs> you just get to say a thing you want to say. Um, let the person in the front row text the last person you did on your phone. Um, let's see. Okay, who would? I, I'll, I'll text him. You guys want to just give me input? Let's see. Who was it? Um, who was it? Oh. Um, what do you guys want me as my friend, uh, Elisha? What do you want me to say? How do you know your friends? Oh, we, we, it's a girl. We've been sleeping together. Oh, awesome. Uh, oh, that's funny. Tell her. Tell her you love her. She. All right. Veto! Veto! Big time veto. No, no, don't veto it. You should come up with a fun group text. Figure it. No, no, no. Listen. 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 Come up with that. Ask for a three-way with another guy. Okay. Um. Winner. No, no, no. Something nice. Something about something innocuous. Something nice. I like nice. Something innocuous. All right. Well, I will text her. Think about. Everybody, think about it. Sit on it. We'll come back to we'll it. Come back to it. Okay. Um, what is the best position for sodomy? Um, oh wait, no. Fun fact. What? That's funny. What? All right, I'll text her. My phone. I when I. I, 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 put my, I put my phone in airplane mode so that nobody can text me when I'm trying to record my set. Um, 
So, I, I will, I will. Um, for a, a couple thoughts, though. First of all, calling it sodomy makes it sound like you think it's a sin. Why do we, who's calling it sodomy? Um, also, I don't know who that is, but he sounds cunny. Um, butt sex, I don't know, what is it? Sinful, sinful butt sex. Um, all right, that's, that's enough out of you. Um, blank, I don't, I don't want to tell a joke. I know, but then it's, okay. Um, tell a joke. Oh, tell a joke like a wine mom. Um, I, there, I'll just talk about wine moms. That's, there's this one lady who comes into my cafe every day with like her two kids and orders a Chardonnay and like it like it would it would be sad if but it but it's but she's like hot so it works for some reason. She pulls it off. She just gets a Chardonnay at three o'clock. She well, it's like a, it's the Jewish community center. Um, <laughs> which adds another layer to it. And we serve wine for whatever reason at 3 p.m. We don't have like official policies about when we start serving booze. One time a lady came in at like 10.30 and ordered a glass of wine. And I was like, lady, I feel weird ordering a salad before 11. You're getting wine? Where did you get that eyebrow pierce? Where did I, um, I, uh, in Oakland. Um, no, when? When? Uh, like two days ago. Oh. Yesterday, yesterday, actually. I'm so glad that I knew that it was. Me. I am too. Um, Sorry. Use song lyrics only in a joke. Like I shouldn't use them not in a joke. <laughs> only in a joke. Um, all right. Well, I'll, you know, someone else will figure out what that means. This one, I don't like blank ones. I don't. Okay, fine. I know, but. Okay, okay. Use famous movie quotes? I, I don't really watch movies. The, two hours? Are you kidding me? Two hours. You want me to watch a thing for two hours? No? No? You're not with me on this? You're pro-movie? Pro-film? No? You are you're pro-movie, you're not. No. You, especially like in a theater, you want me to go to a theater, have a whole experience... With once every ten years, that's fair. That's um, that's that's too much. That's a lot. Um, it's yeah, it's a lot. It, movie theaters are a lot, and it's hard to sneak in. Um, You're too old to sneak in, especially with that eyebrow. I know. Take another. Can you help me out here? Am I talking shit about them, or am I... Okay. Um. Roman, you're old. You're very old. Um, I, was telling, I was telling Roman Leo that he's old. Because he's older than me, by a lot. Um, wow. My mom is... Okay, I didn't realize this was Roman's mom's set, but... Use all quotations. Um, 
It's one small step for a man to walk all over the moon, but it's a different small step if he goes to the sun. <laughs> That's a quote by Larry Armstrong. That's me. That's all me. Any first-time experience? Um, I guess this was my first my first piercing. Um, and pier- it was weird because it's like you're. It's like a it's like a medical procedure kind of like they like have like equipment, but it's like I don't know like it's not like you're st- it's still like in some like dive. It's like a it's like getting surgery in a dive bar. That's what it is. <laughs> it's like a procedure, but it's like bad brains is on. <laughs> so that's what that's what helps my surgeon focus, I guess. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, I like the ones on bottom. Because the, the ones on bottom, Pam put in before she like got tired of writing, where, when her hand still worked, so that you can read them. I know. Who used... This one just says, convert. <laughs> just convert. Exactly. That's all um, Anybody got like a like a anyone trying to trying to baptize me right? Ooh, Islam. Islam is yeah. Ooh, that's that. Ooh, I like that. Here's. Do you think like okay? Sometimes sometimes like a uh, like it comes out that like a homophobic congressman has been like blowing dudes in airport bathrooms or something. So by that, do you think Trump's a Muslim? That's what I'm getting at. Is Trump Trump Muslim? That's like a, his like big secret. Because think about it, that's, he's super afraid of Muslim people because deep down, he, he loves Allah and... How much money do the Muslims have? How much money do the Muslims have? I mean, there's so many, there's so many of them that a lot. No, but that's a question. Well, he loves the ones, yeah, the ones with money he didn't ban. Um, stand on one leg? Okay. Um, I could use a, a stretch. This is this is all it takes for you guys. This is all. I well I'm I'm see this part. That's the hard part. Is like getting another thing. If I, all right. Let's see. This one just says sunglasses. Um, I did. That was not a. There's no way that's a minute. That was a. That was a minute. That's crazy. Time is time is weird up here. Sunglasses, sunglasses um, are a great way to uh, get the sun out of your life. The sun is sinful, just like sodomy. The sun's bad. I'm anti-sun. Anti-sun. Um, let's see. Use song lyrics only in a joke. Okay. Well, I guess I'll just do it now. I still don't like. That's not really how. Work on your English, but, or, I don't know. Um, that was weird. I don't like telling people to work on their English. Unless they're white, and then I'm fine with it. Um, song lyrics, what are some good song lyrics? Um, there isn't any sunshine if she has left. She's gone, and she's never coming back. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Slapstick joke. Okay. Um, so a guy's walking down the street, and he's get he gets hit in the nuts, and he does this, and he makes this face. He's like, oh, oh. 
slapstick joke. Um, all right. Um, what if I just, I don't know, slapstick, slapstick humor. Um, I think it's funny when people get hurt. The, okay, the Richard Spencer video is kind of slapsticky. It's because it's like we're like cheering because he like because he's a Nazi and he got hit and Nazis are bad, but also like good punch. Like it's like it's funny. It's like real. Like as a just like politics aside, as a consumer of entertainment, I was fully satisfied with that punch. And then he got punched again. Oh my god. Oh, that was great. That um, getting punched tw- twice in a row. That's like the height of slapstick. Like, again? Again. That's amazing. You guys have been great. Thank you very much. John Alcabez, everyone! Slaps a good punch in the face. Oh! It's fun times. Uh, There's a lot of crazy things in this hat. And there, these throw them on the floor like peanut shells. It's exciting. We'll swoop them up later. Your next comedian, she's a funny lady. She's with us all the time here at Mutiny Radio. And we love it every time she's a part of the Hell Hat because, wow, she knows how to work with this disparate bullshit. Put your hands together for Madison Dunnitz. Yeah! <laughs> Yeah, I love the aspect where you get to throw it on the floor. That's what I do with stuff all the time in my room. And then like once a week I look around and I'm just completely disgusted by myself. Like I don't clean it up, I'm just disgusted by myself. Okay, let's start with this one. Oh, it's blank. Ooh, I can talk, no, I have a good story I wanna share. Um, So there's this dude. We went on a date like three or four months ago and we've been like oddly texting ever since, like kind of sexting or whatever. We were supposed to get together this week. Um, But when we were trying to make plans, he asked me if he could come on my face and I said, um, probably not tomorrow, deal breaker, question mark. And he was like, yeah, deal breaker. Okay. I know, right? Are you fucking kidding me? Here's the crazy part. His hobby is sculpting. He's been working on the same stone sculpture for four years. Like, he has the patience for that, but he can't wait to the third date to give me a facial. Bullshit. Wow! (laughs) Amen, sister! (laughs) Oh, this one's blank, too. I'm gonna put it back. These are all... Oh, wait, this one's not blank. Just kidding. Bust a four band freestyle over an audience produced beat. Oh. <laughs> I'm really good at rhyming. I do it all the timing. It makes me feel really fining. Ooh, there's a lot of beats in here. <laughs> Thank you. That was great. It's four lines, guys. And like three of them rhymed. I know, I get that all the time. I don't know what this means. Shoe gaze dance off? Exactly. Okay, you guys want to watch my shoes? Remember, like, no, shoe gaze, or do you not know what shoe gaze music is? No. Like, 91 through 2004. 
No. I didn't really listen to music during that time period, <laughs> like at all. <laughs> I was born in 91, but I like wasn't allowed to associate with like normal society until I was 12 or 13. Like no TV, no music, no anything. I had a weird childhood. Why do you think I'm here? <laughs> um, okay. Ooh, rape joke. These are my faves. <laughs> All right, dudes. This one's for you. You guys like really frustrated with rape culture? It's pretty fucked up, right? You know, it's holding you back. Like, like rapists are cock blocking you. You get that, right? <laughs> like if people weren't concerned about getting raped or like not being believed when they were raped, they'd be so much more down for one night stands. <laughs> like you are all being cock blocked by rapists. You should be like the biggest fighters against rape culture. <laughs> Thank you. See, rape jokes, they're so much fun. Conduct a business meeting with gorillas. <laughs> I like this one. Hold on. I'm going to have a sip of beer first because the gorillas would totally approve. Is it like apes or like I'm like, I'm leaning towards orangutans just because like I know they'll eat your face off. Well, it was it was written gorillas, no. so I was gonna just go with that. But I'm sorry. <laughs> is that the Spanish version? <laughs> Are there South American monkeys? Does anyone know? Can we Google this really quickly? Okay. I feel like if I was having a business meeting with gorillas, one there would be a lot of bananas involved, obviously, <laughs> and then it would mostly be me trying to get them to swing from thing to thing, just so I could watch. I desperately want a tail, you guys. Like, I think my life would be so much improved with a tail. Not like a lame one, like a dog's, like a real one, like a monkey's, which you could use as like a fifth limb. <laughs> that would be great. Did you know that there are butt plugs in the shape of a tail, like with a tail attached? Yeah, yeah. I was so psyched when I found out. Oh my God. <laughs> just like, it's, this is your chance to have a tail. I mean, it's not like legit, but it's pretty good. You cut like a little hole in your clothes and wave it around. I'm hoping that that becomes big. I think I really, I think there's a chance that it will become popular. <laughs> Change anything in the world. What? Are we limited to this world? Okay, then I would totally terraform the moon so that way it was like habitable and probably like build myself a house there. That's, that's what I would change. <laughs> I would change the fact that I live on this world, I guess. <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Just got to drink continuously or else this won't be fun for anyone. <laughs> Joke in niambic pentameter. I don't, is this like Shakespeare-esque? Yeah, that was rough. I didn't know if I should write that one down. There. Do you have to like count the syllables? It's I can do a haiku. It's syllables and it's ba -dum, ba -dum, ba -dum, is a haiku, is a haiku seven, five, seven? Is that no, what it is? No, that's a haiku. I know, I'm saying, I'm saying I can do a haiku. Is it right, seven, five, seven? I'll do that now. Niambic pentameter is, uh, 
Yeah, I'm not at a point where I could like hold something like that in my mind. So it's it's just not gonna happen. Oh, five seven five. Okay. That's a haiku. Yeah. But you don't have to do that either. I like beer a lot. It is good for me and you. Who else likes it too? Yay! <laughs> On the spot, guys. Like, be impressed. Oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? This one says haiku. I'm gonna put it back so someone else. Someone's really into poetry this time. <laughs> oh, one liner Russian accent. <laughs> yes, I rule your country now. <laughs> That's depressing. Oh no, too dark, too dark for today. And a really bad accent, yes I know. I can't do accents, I, could, I wish. I tried for a month. I watched these like YouTube videos of how to do different accents, and I practiced and I practiced. <laughs> do you have something you'd like to add? Which one did you practice? I want to know which ones you practiced. Okay, well I started with Russian and French because I heard those were like some of the easiest, uh, but it was unsuccessful. <laughs> <laughs> like at the end of the month, I recorded myself to like see how it was. You know, cause it's hard to hear yourself. It wasn't. It wasn't good. Okay, like it wasn't. It wasn't good at all. <laughs> no one should hear that. In the United States, Russia rules you. Ooh, see, that was good. Yeah. What does this say? What are beards now? What is this? Say? Okay, I, I thought I misread the cursive, but I was wrong. I well, I'd say nowadays beards are one, a good way to imply that you have a really strong jawline without actually having one, in case you're wondering. Like, dude's little secret. Um, hold on. Sorry, beer makes me burp. I don't understand how other people don't have this problem or they just like conceal it better than I do. That's what I really <laughs> think is happening. Um, beards. I mean, I think they are attractive. I'm a fan of the beard. I grew up in Minnesota, so like the lumberjack look. That's my, my thing. Like my flannel. Ooh. He has a beard. That's your boyfriend, right? Yeah. yeah. Good job. Good choice. Yeah, but really, I'm a fan of beards pretty much all around. Oh, man. One time, I went on this date with this guy. He sucked. Most, this is how most of my days go. <laughs> At the time, he was living with a friend of mine, and she told me that beforehand he combed his beard. So I was like a little flattered by that. I also like didn't quite see the point, but whatever. Okay, my last one. Sing your way through a joke. Hmm. Let me think of a good joke for this. So much pressure. I can like only think of one joke right now and it's not one I want to tell, but I'm just going to tell it because I can't think of anything else. 
So no one recognizes me from high school. <laughs> and I like to think that it's cause my acne cleared up and my hair is longer. But that's not what it is at all. I got a boob job. I got a boob job. I got a boob job. And that's why no one recognizes me. Thanks. everyone rock and roll fucking lifestyle you didn't have a do you don't have a boob job you got a press production you got a boob job wow no one would ever think that it was the the wow i gotcha wow yeah wow i always so like no it really is because my sad sappy triangles are like where can we pull fat from other parts of my body to make this look plump again? Like, what can we do? Yay. You're next. Sorry. You're next, comedian. I got to look at the list because I have no idea what's happening now because I've been drinking this whole time. Oh, I know what's happening. He's right there. He's the winner. He's a winner, you guys. He is. You won. You won the thing in Orinda. It's big. <laughs> he gets to open up for like a break. He, there's, there's a comedy place in Orinda. <laughs> Does anyone know where Orinda is? Cool. There's a place in between San Francisco and Danville. It's called Orinda. <laughs> Anyways, if you know what Danville is, you'll be like, what? He hangs out there too. It's true. It's, it's where the wine moms are. That's where they, it's, Women that have 12-year-old children. This is actually exciting because we have a show here on the 11th of March, which is called Next 21 Plus. We have a 46-year-old soccer mom who is divorced, who has two children that are in high school. One is 13 and one is 16. And she's hot as fuck. And we're going to have 21 comedians date her. (laughs) Quickly. And she's going to choose out of all of them the one. And we're going to give her, we're going to give them a pizza and they're going to go Netflix and chill. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. This is her idea. She was like, Pam, where are your 30-year-old fuckable comedians? And I'm like, I have them and you will be on stage asking them questions. Yay. They're going to speed date and then they get, I know, it's the 11th, it's going to be fun. I feel like it could be, I have another soccer mom lined up for the next one. Both of the soccer moms are hot, by the way. They're like, yeah, they're like in their early 40s, but they look really great. You know what I mean? It's like, it was their idea. This was their idea. I promise you. Okay. Your next comedian is not a soccer mom, but he wants to date soccer moms, I think. I don't know. I don't. Whatever he wants to do, he should do all the time. He's the winner of the thing, and he gets to be in Arinda opening for someone incredible. He's only been in comedy for a little time. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together for Jason Cole. Yay! My writer, I want an atlas stand. Boom stands are the death of comedy, guys. Uh... I'm going to treat this set like a Donald Trump prefs conference, guys. I'm going to open with some prepared remarks, and then the shit's going to go off the rails, all right? 
I am on a comedy tour, guys. This is my last stop. Great to be here in San Francisco. It all started on a Tuesday, uh, uh, Valentine's Day, right? When you think about Valentine's Day, going out, what do you think about? Bowling Alley in Rohnert Park. That's where I started the tour. It was a very good tour. It was actually my first paid comedy gig. I made the money and I reinvested in myself, in my career. I bought weed from her. So it's like, it's a whole self-perpetuating thing, guys. Uh, then Wednesday, we did move to Rorinda, had that contest, another milestone. I won a little contest, great, thank you. you fun fact, the rape jokes in Rorinda went over great. <laughs> did them in Danville, nothing. So get out to Rorinda, the girls, Good. Guys, so then the, then last night we were in um, Oakland at a, uh, John was there too. We played a great show at a comic book store. Like, it was a cafe and I thought, finally a show where I'm the best looking guy. So with all that brimming confidence, I went out to an open mic to an undisclosed uh, Contra Costa town and I drank so much IPA that I forgot what I looked like and I was uh, convinced that I was going to have a three-way with two attractive waitresses. That's how drunk I was because I, they were sending all the signs. They weren't pepper spraying me. I was just talking to them. Um, <clears throat> and one of them was half my age and the other one was twice my weight. But I, in my own mind, in my IPA mind, I'm like, it's all going to work out and even out because I only had one condom. So I was like, that's going to work out, guys. So now this is the end of my four-day tour, and it's great to be here in San Francisco, arguably one of the best cities in the world. So now it goes off the rails. I'm going to attack the press. Blank joke. Blank joke. Um, let me work on something. I wish I was handsome. Uh, I'm never, I wish I was handsome. You're a handsome gentleman, guys. Your face, my personality, the shit we could get done. It's going to be great. <laughs> I smile at a girl, or you smile at a girl, she smiles back. I smile at a girl, she closes the curtains, guys. And so presumptuous, like she knows what I look like under a ski mask. Like, hey, it's what inside, it's what inside, it's what's inside that accounts, guys. Zip ties. Hey, I'm going to spare you. The rest of that joke gets really horrible. It gets to an Amber Alert. We're not going to do that. Let's not do two blanks in a row. I'll have to read. So these are real things? No, it's on the other side. That's, I don't know why there's so many blanks. I'm so sorry. I'm shooting blanks, guys. Story of my life. Hey. Somebody's got to audit your uh, bag, your hell bag. Wow. Somebody yell out something. Oh, yeah. Replenish the sack. What it could have done for you. This is like a bag lady. Shit's going crazy. All right, guys, here we go. This shit's going to... Oh, my God. So, you know, Friday's coming up. It's going to be the third. It's going to be my birthday. She won't shut up about her birthday. What are you guys doing? Because it's going to be my birthday. Oh, it's going to be a terrible improv joke. Cats! Uh... There's, you know, it's a, it's a coin toss. I'm a dog guy. I, I'm allergic to cats. I love cats. The, I, wanted, I really wanted to answer the best part of a cat joke. I love the ears of a cat. You know when it's got that little slit? It's like a little pussy on the pussy. Like a little... On the, don't the cat. Yeah, and I just... And I love doing that, and then the cats are going... That's the funny thing about cats is I used to smoke so much weed, and I've gotten back into it, but in my 20s, I was so high... Uh, that I didn't realize I was allergic to cats. I had four cats, and I was so dumb and high that I never got the connection that I was holding a cat, and I'm like, oh, it's fucking allergies. This is so crazy with my nine fucking cats. Literally, I was that high. And then once I got a girlfriend who was not high and who has a fucking more than an eighth grade education, and we start dating, and I pick up one of my fucking 800 cats, and she's like, and I'm like, oh, here we go. It's just, uh, it must be December, allergy season. It's like, you're allergic to cats. And I'm like, that's a thing? <laughs> I was, that was fun. All right, cats. I was allergic to cats. I still am. Hey, guys. I was high. Uh, guided. Oh, is this a guided meditation?
All right, guys, close your eyes. I'm going to take you. I'm going to take you. Um, guys, just close your eyes. There's a lot of stuff going on. Political divisiveness, horribleness, terrible stand-up comedy going on. Things are happening, and I want you to think of your favorite happy place and listen to the haunting melody that brings you happiness. Ice cream truck. Oh, remember those days? Now it's an Amber Alert, guys. You can't do that. No ice cream trucks. <coughs> Good stuff. Oh, God. You're the bachelor or bachelorette and do... Oh, yes. It's the rose presentation ceremony. Zach, we've been on this shitty fucking show for six weeks, and we had some alone time on the jet skis, and uh, I love the way the sunscreen burned your eyes, and I had to lick it off, and... Uh, all these other tramps that have been trying to vie for my attention. I mean, I banged them all, but I think at the end, you're the guy I could be to, and I want to give you this rose. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I came on it. Okay, hey, come on. Thank you, Zach. We have a civilian in the audience, a couple of civilians amongst us. Thank you. F. Mary Kill, guys. Only people in not following you. Wait, only people, probably people, probably people in the room. Okay, you guys know F. Mary Kill, who you're going to fuck, who you'll marry, and who you'll kill. I'm definitely, I'm, I'm mostly heterosexual, so I'll go for the ladies. I hate to say fuck. I mean, let's get, I, I like to say make fuck, just like that good. Um, I want to fuck everybody, but um, yeah, I like your great smile. I see you in your show, smile. I'd fuck you. I guess I'd marry you. I, I don't know, either or. And uh, I don't want to kill anybody. I know Roman, but he's, uh, you sir, come on. You're ready to check out, right? I mean, fuck this shit. Fuck this world. I've seen all these white people in it. Forget it. Sorry about that, guys. I got to kill somebody. I don't know. If you could have poverty with any... Jesus. Oh, this is okay. If you could have tea with any... Most people won't know who the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is. I never watched it. Um, you know Will Smith, right, guys? Who would want to have tea with somebody in that show? I guess it would have to be Will and tell him to fucking stop putting his kids in movies. Yeah. Hey, pitch a new Japanese game show, guys. <laughs> it's called <clears throat> Shark Fuckers. Now look, what it is is a big sudsy pool of sharks, right? And there's a bunch of naked men on one side and a bunch of naked women. I mean, this is not even a weird show because they do this shit all the time in Japan. It probably already is a show. And there's sudsy sharks, right? And they have to jump in and either fuck the shark while not getting killed by the shark. Okay, I gotta take more improv classes, guys. Here we go. I wish I had my prepared rape jokes. Hey, the weather will be eventually... <laughs> guys, I've just been informed that the weather will kill everybody I know, and that's dear to me, in the next few days. And uh, I think most people with these end times, with the fucking Donald trump apocalypse. It just it just keeps getting worse. So I don't think I used to, I would be normally terrified about this, but then you're just like, hey, let's give it a shot. Could there be an afterlife? What's the worst that can happen except eternal blackness? Let's do it. Boom. <laughs> this is right up my alley. Feline AIDS. Feline AIDS. That's for cats, right? Cat AIDS. Cats get AIDS. We're going. We're going to a big cat theme, guys. Um, let me tell you a cat story. Uh, so I did have four cats and I was really stoned and uh, 
two of the cats were my brother's cats because he had to move to a different place uh, because he had an insane roommate. Uh, and uh, but the new place he didn't have cats. So I had four cats, two of his. And uh, one of his cats died on my watch. They were sisters. And I don't know how they died. It was like a hit. She was out in the yard dead and all wet. And it wasn't like wet outside. And uh, so I was really hung over and I had to tell my brother, your cat's dead. And uh, I don't know why this is, this, I'm telling this, it's terrible. No one wants cat death. It's very sad. But that was, that was a bad time. I told him that. Uh, eat pizza. There's some ladies with pizza early. Guys, there's so many carbohydrates. I can't eat them. I mean, seriously, there's pizza right there. All right. Uh, all right. Jesus, uh, these people. I can read it. This I can read it. I can read it. This one, I can read this one, but people are insane. Oh, I got it. Oh, I see what they're saying. I see what they're saying. I got it now. Too much pot caramel. How would you camouflage a tiger pit? You know, the punji stick pits in the, in the marina. So you got to fool them. All right. But this is perfect. You do the chalky chalk sidewalk that their little white kids do with the hopscotch, right? And they put that out there on top of the punji stick and they push their little thing. And they go, oh, uh, Austin and uh, Sequoia and Brittany do the thing and they fucking die. Yeah. Those white people. I mean, come on. I'm Australian, guys. I'm not, I'm not with them. So here we go. Let's get political, guys. Silver lining of the Trump presidency. Um, okay, got it. It is great. No one can accuse the guy of being no, of doing nothing. He's doing something. I mean, it's all really horrible. But um, the silver lining is that. Yeah, yeah, okay. The silver lining is a lot of people don't think he's going to last for four years for super legal reasons. Um, there's going to be some problems in four years if the Democrats can't figure figure, figure things out. But. Um, Obviously, for comedians, it's really easy. You, you watch the TV, and then you come and talk about the exact same thing you did, and then try to throw something at the end with your own twist. So I guess that's the good thing, is that Obama, it was hard to make, oh, you couldn't, you couldn't close Gitmo. Uh, that's not a punchline. Fucking attacking people in a press conference. Say, Russia's fake news. No. Fake news. That's funny and ridiculous. But uh, so that's the, that's the silver lining, guys. We're all on the silver lining. I mean, it's going to end the whole world. When, that's good. Who does Hillary Clinton fuck? She fucked us all! All right, guys, let's make it big. You're the only girl that's ever said that to me. All right, make it last as long as you can. I, I, yeah, I would love to try to please a woman in bed, you know? They, always, they like communication, right? They, they, like, they love communication in bed. It's like, I never know what to say in bed. I usually say the first thing that comes to my mind. Shh, go back to sleep. You're having a nightmare. Okay. Last one, guys. Let's hit, the, let's hit the gold. Oh, boy. I think that says get on my knees. Okay, that sounds good. And tell Pam. <gasps> oh, Pam, I thank you for welcoming me, welcoming me into your community and giving me all your pot cookies that I've been eating all the time. I am not worthy to lick your boots. You've been in this business. You're such a hustler, and I love you, and this is a perfect last one. You're great. I love your energy. I have a secret crush on you, you're, and your boyfriend. He's got a great bird. I love you. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, guys. Jason Cole. Jason Cole. That's hilarious. I'm like, what the fuck? Jason Cole, everybody. Yay. 
Yay! Jason Cole! Jason Cole! If you guys haven't turned around and clapped for Sun Tzu, David Kirscher, running the ones and twos, you should clap for him right now. David, yay! Sun Tzu, running the ones and twos. Fun times. We have a headliner here who is so scrummed for lesson. If you guys haven't seen him before, well, you're in for a treat. He's going to be pulling things out of this hat. And if we run out of things, we got more things. But I know that he is a professional. He's also, he is. He's hosting for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. So he's amazing. You guys are going to love him. Everybody put your hands together for Roman Leo. Oh my God, you guys. Thanks so much for your enthusiasm. You could go far as a crowd. Uh... Right? We should all take over the government. That sounds good. Yay! Why do you think they call it mutiny? I don't know. Uh, man, I'm, how many Tribbles died to make that hat? Uh, I don't know if I want to fuck it or pull things out of it or pull things out of it and then fuck it. <laughs> well, somebody, uh, Alcabez is funny. He called me old and uh, it still hurts, you guys. Um, right? My mom turned 80 today, so I don't feel old. Thank you, mama. I'm sure she doesn't isn't listening to this. Um, that's cool. Uh, yeah. There he is. There he is. Jason, you were like, you were betraying your age by trying to read cards at a distance that only um, somebody would normally need a telescope to assist them. <laughs> you know? Uh, that was kind of fun. Um, camouflage. Um, right. Well, there, I, yeah, camouflage is fun. My dad, my dad used to, uh, say that if, if like he, you know, he grew up in the, the pre times and, uh, <laughs> he'd be like, if you can't wear camouflage, cause then you're just complicit in the death of people because soldiers and stuff. I don't know. Um, but then it's just like, oh, Beyonce's wearing it, so I guess it's okay. We can be pro-war if Beyonce is into it, um, right? One time I was in the I was in the in the Halloween right before the election and uh, at the party, and this woman was afraid of the potential for civil unrest, civil war, and then she said the word redneck, looked at me and apologized. Right, and I was like, I bought this camouflage jacket at a boutique in Berkeley. <laughs> I'm I'm into it. That's cool, you guys. That was per every time. If I say anything, it comes off pervy. But I'm a. Per I should just embrace it. You know what? Embrace it. Embrace it. What was I listening today? Any uh, seeking for pleasure is considered a perversion, right? Uh, just doing things for pleasure. So, I'm a fucking pervert. Why not? That's why I do comedy. They were not kidding about the, um, we assert that we African-Americans Afro control our lives and our history. Okay, so it's kind of a Black History Month thing. Um, <laughs> this is going to be tough, but I guess I can brave that. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I want to have fun. Um, somebody brought a bag of brown basmati rice. Is that somebody's purse? Whose purse is the basmati bag? That's, that's more hell happening. Oh. I'm like, if somebody spent a dollar on that purse, and it probably wasn't a uh, woman, you know what I mean? Like, 
If you spend more than a dollar on a purse, I think that means you're not a man, <laughs> right? Like anybody can get a, a Berkeley Bowl tote for a dollar. Why? Why? I fuck. I mean, I'm just I'm a cheapskate. Is that's all I'm saying? Um, what's the coolest dog ever? Uh, I don't know. Somebody that uh, I don't know, like Airbud. Um, <laughs> Right, I think Airbud could save the the government at this point. Airbud would be, 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 be better. Um, and then and then in the future, the next the next time a Republican runs for president, they're going to be like, "So are you are you as bad as Bush or are you as bad as Trump?" It's going to be very hard to remember a positive. That's going to be tough for them. Um, body part being voluntarily removed. I guess that would be just back zits. You guys get off on popping back zits. Is that a universal? Like everybody likes to pop back zits, or is it just? Is there anybody that doesn't like to pop back zits? Back pimples. No, just. No, that's just Pam's. Pam swims in the patriarchy, so she put it in a gender. Uh, thing, but uh, y- you know, yeah, it's just like welcome gender neutral people. We are all gender does not exist here, um, right? That's the way, way of the future. Um, body part being voluntarily removed. I don't know. Maybe my heart. I would be happy. I uh, I proposed to my ex girlfriend on Valentine's Day because she said she always wanted to somebody to propose to her, and. Uh, and she said no. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but that was now, I think I ruined Valentine's Day for her forever since I'm, I was, I'm the only one. That pr- so I, I win anyway? <laughs> right? Right? You know, you ever do that thing where you make somebody move out of, the, out of your apartment and, and you're like, and then he says to you, uh, well, my sublet needs a 30 days notice to get out of my old room. Uh, could I have 30 days notice? And then she's like, fuck no. Just get the fuck out. That's the Bay Area for you. Um, but then, you know, if a Tinder date goes on for two years, that's probably too long. You know, like, <laughs> right? It had an expiration, like, built into the app, I think. Is that I, I'm, I messaged, I messaged that this, uh, or, or I matched with this woman, and she, she has on her profile, she's like, why buy the pig when you're just trying to get a little sausage? And, uh, and <laughs> right. And, and, and so I, I messaged back to her. I was like, why search for a hive of bees when you could just stick your dick in a honey pot? Like, I think that's the state of modern romance. You guys, that's contemporary, contemporary romance. <laughs> oh, I just spit all over the place. Um, that's okay. It's just peanut butter and, uh, orange juice. Um, Man, the most embarrassing thing my parents ever did, uh, raise me. That was, <laughs> right? My dad uh, had all these ties that he got from the thrift store. The, I don't know used to make fun of him. I guess, uh, I don't know. Man, it's hard to make fun of your parents because like, um, I was raised by nerds. So it's just, it's like, if I make fun of my parents, I'm a bully. You know what I mean? Like, I can't, right? And plus, my mom has MS and, and post polio and asthma, and uh, and fucking both hips replaced and a knee replaced. So it's impossible to shit on her when she falls asleep during every Star Wars movie. You know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't. 
You can't make fun of somebody that's that cripple. I love you, Mom. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. Um, this this fucking dead tribble wants me to know about Black History Month. Um, Bernie would have won. That's right. Uh, had we run a dead guy from a movie from the 80s, he could have beat Trump. Uh, <laughs> uh, most most understood despot alive or dead no it says most understood so the the most influential despot um i don't know um i'm I'm not afraid to uh oh i guess yeah he's the most understood um everybody gets his has his number um right i don't like it when the fucking the momentum goes into the toilet like a fucking shit at the brainwash when you drop your phone and then you're just like reaching for your phone but your diarrhea starts and you're trying to aim it at the toilet and then you got diarrhea shooting off your three inch blonde ball hairs because you know (laughs) public bathrooms you guys and lactose intolerance that's the hardest that's the hardest thing is to decide to go on a date where you potentially sleep over at somebody new's house or eat cheese it's a very (laughs) (laughs) it's a very difficult decision i love that you you get me right oh my god uh can you tell me a knock knock joke since we're having so much fun um, I'm not going to make you sit in my lap because I got arrested for that once. Uh, <laughs> do you know a knock-knock joke? It, star- it starts out, I'll do one for you. Uh, you, you, pl- you can play with me. Knock-knock. 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 <laughs> it just goes on forever. Um. <laughs> mm. Mm. What? I'm not going to get banned from doing... Who wrote that? There's a threat at the end of that. Why is there death threats allowed in the fucking hell hat? There's no FCC regulations. We don't give a fuck. Oh, that's true. That's funny. The internet... So the internet did like one positive thing aside from get Trump elected was that, the you know, there's more freedom of speech. Um, The most ridiculous thing you can remember on drugs, I don't know, probably sticking my finger in that woman's butt, you know, like... I didn't want to sleep with her, but she dragged me into the cab and gave me cocaine. Um, <laughs> right? I was like, yeah, everybody's going to know at school. Um, <laughs> and it was weird the next day. It's always weird. It's always fucking weird. No. <laughs> um yeah, you'd be 18 and take a cab in high school. How do you, how, where, I mean, how do you get, when you go off campus, how do you, um, three jokes in a yoga tree pose. You're really into getting me in shape. Is this the tree, the yoga tree? Or is, is there something like this? Uh, sure, that's a tree. That's it. That's uh, um, no, who does yoga? Who fucking cares? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking, oh, I don't have any j- I don't have any jokes about Jesus that aren't super offensive uh, against against black people. Like I can't, <laughs> like I can't, I can't do it. I'm kidding, you guys. <laughs> it's it's kind of fun to talk about jokes you can't tell, um, right? Um, fucking uh, yeah. 
It's I can't. I it's actually just as difficult to tell jokes while chewing bubble gum and walking down the street as it is to do the yoga thing. Fucking. Um, and then I'm starting to think about gurus. That, that that doesn't work. That's not how you do stand up. One or the other, yoga or. Uh, who uh, Anthony Robbins, the famous um, uh, pituitary giant. I I mean I I watched him. I checked out his 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 shtick. He just. He's an aggregator of ideas, and, you know, I appreciate that, you know. I'd be happy to, like, make a weird ASMR video with him, you know. Just, like, just rubbing my dick all over Tony Robbins' face and and putting it on the Internet. That would be a fun, just whispering sweet nothings into his ear at the same time. Um, uh, No, I've never driven in a British country. I've only been to Japan to check out the McDonald's, and... uh, I've been to Italy to check out the McDonald's and um, and Paris where I fucking did people. I was afraid to go to McDonald's. Um, ooh, I'd never found my parents having sex. Thank God. But they did keep the door locked on Sunday mornings and I'd be like pounding on it. Like, why won't you guys let me in the, you know. <laughs> I didn't know. Um They're not all good suggestions. Um, (laughs) 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 Uh, It was like cloud walking smoke shapes. Um, uh, Something's going to go fuck myself. Um, Again, got arrested for that once. (sighs) Time you got sick. I got sick. I I threw up off of a seven-story balcony. Are you guys getting bored with this already? I, d- I definitely actually said some things that I, I I'm gonna re- listen back to the tape and try to um, uh, expand. Um, but yeah, I threw up off a seven-story balcony and then I walked downstairs and it turned out I was right onto my car. It had spread out and covered <laughs> covered the whole car. One time, one of my friends threw into a fingerless glove at a campsite. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> I don't like reading I've discovered <laughs> like I didn't get into stand up because I liked reading you know what I mean I got into stand up because I'm a fucking like you know I wanted to use my narcissism for good you know like to serve man and and and, and, and uh, you know maybe you know get into some weird three ways I mean um all right, what do we got? Jason Cole's board. He's too. He's only been doing comedy for like a year, and already he can't sit through a whole show. That's uh, it's impressive. Anyway, I don't. I now now that I'm up here for this long, I realized that, uh, that it was Pam's idea that I should just do as much time as I wanted, and I don't know that she asked you guys for their consent in that uh, scenario. You know, so I'm just gonna take questions from the audience until. Uh, I get off the stage. Anybody got any questions for me? 938. I've been... Du- hmm? I'm from Cleveland. What about you? Where are you from? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. I used to uh, uh, go to Woods Hole in the summertime. Um, you ever been to Woods Hole? No? Oh, you don't know where it is. It's right across from Martha's Vineyard, but... Um, this isn't good. Massachusetts. So what was your experience? Is it as racist as they say it is? Yes. Yeah. 
but like the good kind of racism, not like the evil racism in the South, you know, like where the much more evil that racism is if when it's, you know, past the Mason Dixon, right? Um, what else? Any, keep the questions coming, you guys. Was this, Pam, do you have a question for me? When I first said as a comic, I, I somebody told me to shut up and start singing, because I was at the Starry Plow and there was a music show, and somebody asked me to introduce their jazz band, and uh, man, it did not go well. Um, and then and then I realized that I have a disgusting sickness that just keeps me make making me do things that uh, uh, are uh, you know. I'm very persistent about things that don't work. I, I kind of like Louis. That's what Louis C.K. says. It's a mental il- illness to do stand-up because it doesn't work, and uh, most of the time, the vast majority of the time. What are some other things? Like you know, nah, it's just getting too personal and weird and not funny anymore. Um, well, yeah, congratulations on bringing all those women to that bar and getting advanced in that contest, Jason. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You deserve. Yeah, I know. It's a, it was clear. It was a bringer show. I don't know. I like. There's part of me. I get angry, Jason. I get fucking angry, and it's hard to express that because it's not. It's not really uh, ex- acceptable for people that look like me to express anger. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not really allowed. You know. To represent California, George Takei. Uh, that's pretty good. I mean, I would just. Do we still like Jerry Brown? I always liked his uh, fucking Noam Chomsky. Any one of the greats, you know, like <laughs> some French guy. Go ahead. Wow. That would be uh, that would be exhausting for the hands because of all, like I think screaming in sign language is very tiring. Um, I don't know. I think it would they would just uh, scream something about like don't worry guys I'm okay, you know, or that's I think that's a good thing to put. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm okay. Don't worry about all these extra hands on my fingers. You know, like I think it's also a good thing to put on your tombstone. You know, like. Um, man, uh, storytelling. One time I, uh, one time, one time I, I used to work in a restaurant in Cleveland. It was like, it was a, uh, it was in the mafia neighborhood in Cleveland, little Italy. And, um, you know, like the Sicilians, this is most of the people that emigrated from, uh, Italy are were Sicilian. So I don't know if it even counts, but, um, anyway, that's why they're so racist. But, uh, uh, my boss asked me for a ride because he had seven DUIs and uh, <laughs> at the restaurant and I was like, I'm buzzed, I'll drive, you know, like, because it was before buzz driving was drunk driving and, uh, right, do you remember that when the, they put it on the um, the billboard, you're like, you're on uh, driving up on the approach on the Bay Bridge and it says buzz driving is drunk driving and you're like, oh, I can't pull over right now but I'll, I will, 
like that's the first time I ever learned something from a billboard. <laughs> like it used to just be friends don't let friends drive drunk. Like ah, you're drunk, I'm buzzed. It's okay, I'll drive. <laughs> like <laughs> anyway, me and my boss, we get to this crack house, and I'm like, dude, fucking, uh, that's like asking for anal on the first day, bro. You know, like. Like you just spring that. I want to be prepared for a fucking crack house, you know, like you can't just fucking like I'm lonely, but fucking geez. And uh, I was a 20 at the time, so I felt like I wasn't ready to smoke crack because I was underage. And, uh, you know, and I just want to be prepared. I'm like a Boy Scout. Like if I go to a crack house, I want to have like crack or money for crack or be like, hey, I have a loose tooth. We could trade for crack, you know. But it's super awkward to watch people smoke crack. Like, after they get tired of asking you, asking if you're a cop or not really fast, and then they smoke crack, and then they spend the rest of the time just negotiating the price of their next crack. It's like, <laughs> I'm sitting there with my Miller High Life. It's like, High Life, guys. Eh. You know, like, right? Fucking, I did, I did get a weird headache slash contact from, from the crack smoke, but uh, it wasn't fun. You know, and then you got to face the reality. Like, what's the sound of those little kids running upstairs and the power's out? And why does it cost $2 to light a cigarette? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Anybody else? But my boss, I think he got arrested for something because he sold cocaine and stuff and was on probation. And uh, and then that part of my life disappeared. But I, that was, I actually got some laughs there. And I got to work on a story and I didn't have to improv for a second. And that felt good to not improv because improv, I hope you guys don't know, uh, is really bad. It's like, you know, like five shitty comedians do not combine to make a comedy Voltron. All right. They're still, they're still shitty. Okay. Like I did that joke at my second city audition in Chicago and they didn't have me back. Weird, weird. It wasn't Optimus nor Prime. Um, <laughs> dick in a box. Um, nobody can fucking surprise anybody with the old popcorn uh, a dick in the bottom of a popcorn thing at the movie theater. Like, it's all over the internet. Everybody knows. So my suggestion to you guys is hide your dick in a hot cup of coffee, and that will be <laughs> a surprise. For oh, This is my flayed penis. You guys like Game of Thrones? Like... Uh, I think that's the rule, you guys. If you're doing improv and stand-up and you don't like it anymore, just do like some of your old material and then you feel better about yourself. Because, uh, you know, yeah. Next joke, no letter S. Um, we're on the air. Uh, no letter S. That's tough. I already broke the rule. That tough. <laughs> mm. Um what is it man i've been i gotta go meet this woman later and he um <laughs> uh keeps inviting uh, keep inviting her co-worker plural on the date like it's like we made out once that wasn't an ass Oh, I said S. Fuck, that's too hard. Here, come on up, Jason. You, you come and help me. Uh, I want, yeah, let's do some more improv. Um, 
Um, what's this one say? Which parent do you love more and why? Uh, I'm going to say your mom. <laughs> why? <laughs> uh, I mean, she's, you know, she's responsible for you. So that's, and, and everybody loves you because you're balder than me. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, this is a lot of information on this one. Okay, would I rather be haunted by a ghost that's trying to tell you something or the one that's trying to sell you something? Uh, I always appreciate a good Sky Mall uh, uh, advertisement in a coffin, so, um, right? That's the sales is always be closing even after death. Hey, Roman, are there any political you wish were de- politicians you wish were dead? Not Trump. Um, Pence, Pence would be good. But uh, please don't arrest me, FBI. <laughs> you can ask me this one. Let's mix it up. All right. Dumbest thing you've done well stoned. Uh, what's funny is that stoning, uh, being stoned, of course, is a gateway drug to doing other drugs. So I got stoned. And then I did acid. And uh, we did acid with a kid. We had our, my two good friends, which I knew could handle the acid. And then it was kind of like one of those fortuitous things. Our fourth friend, who was a good friend, couldn't make it. Like a comedian bails out, and you have a sub that you don't know. So this unknown guy, who was a kind of a friend of a friend, did the acid. And lo and behold, he was the one. This is high school. We're all 17. And he lost his fucking mind because he'd never done acid. We're on acid. We don't realize he's gone. We're like hanging out in a forest, just walking, rocking out. And he, he, we're in Lafayette, but in the forest. And he, he lost his mind. And we're so high, we forget that 25% of our group is gone. And he's gone out and gone to the Lafayette police on acid and told them, I'm with Jason Cole. I'm with Name Withheld. I'm with Name Withheld, because they're lawyers now. And uh, the police literally have an APB out for our arrest. And this is back before cell phones and all that stuff. So that was the worst thing to do, is bring somebody into the group on acid. It didn't, it, we, it didn't end good. I could do a whole story, but it was fun. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, it was good. So don't make sure you know who you're getting high with, guys. And then why, why did he uh, decide to go to the police? He lost his mind. He was... Oh, just straight up fucking wigged out, huh? They 5150 him to a hospital. And oh. Fully strapped in and all that. That's he tried to Facebook friend me like uh, eight months ago. I'm like, mm-mm, don't want to go there. No. <laughs> yeah, that's like a bad memory, dude. Fucking, right? Bad trip, bro. <laughs> hey, Roman, why don't you act like a hobbit motherfucker? Um... <laughs> I don't know. I don't have time to take my boots off, but look at all the hair on the tops of my fingers, man. That's uh, and I have small hands. Let's see who's which. Which one of us has smaller hands, uh, Jason Cole? Oh my God! This is I've never touched something so Trumpian. I think his are smaller than me. Oh, dick joke! I already told one. Um, Fucking, uh, uh, there was a time that uh, me and Jason were in the forest on acid, and uh, uh, Jason got bit in the penis by a snake. And it, yeah, this was after this was after cell phones because it happened last week, and I was like, "Holy shit, Jason, your dick looks so long with that snake attached to the end of it." <laughs> right? And he's like screaming. He's like, "My penis!" You know. 
So and then so I called the doctor and the doctor was like, uh, "You're gonna have to suck the venom out of Jason's penis or he's not gonna survive." And I put the phone down and I said, "Hey Jason, it's gonna be okay. The doctor says I have to fuck you in the ass," and he lived. And that's that's my dick joke. <laughs> are, are we really going till 10 p.m.? This is. Uh, hey Roman, what's the deal with airline food? Um, I don't know, but I'm. I'm. I can't wait until that uh, Virgin Space Plane Galactic shows up and uh, and Seinfeld does the commercial. What's the deal with space plane food? You know, like that's going to be a fun future if there's a a planet left. Hello, let's share it. This is going to be a funny one. So comedians, I'm convinced this is funny and just I haven't found the right audience and it's. Um, it's horrible. It's a horrible joke. People die. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna try to remember it because uh, I haven't told it in a while. But I, I put it. As, what, I don't know what it is. I'm trying to think of it. All right. Hey guys, I was okay. I was with this girl the other day to play. The, the, the joke only works if you believe I could get a woman to hang out with me while she was alive. So I, uh, I'm getting hot and heavy with this girl. You know, we're back at my place, and uh, one thing leads to another, and you know, clothes are falling off. And she says, "Hey, Jason, uh, do you have protection?" And I said. I said, oh, yeah, don't worry, all the doors are locked. And she's like, no, 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 no. Do you have birth control? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to pull out. She says, no, oh, I, can't, I can't trust you to pull out your penis at the end. I'm like, no, I'm going to pull out a knife and kill you. <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> you don't need to worry about nine months from now. Nine months, you're going to be a faded billboard, okay? <laughs> don't worry about missing your period. You're just going to be missing, period. Missing period. This was working great. Hell hats. Where's that, man? Uh, d- just because, just because Pam. Just because Pam responded with inappropriate affect does not mean that joke worked. That, that is. is true. <laughs> How many caramels have you had? I don't know, man. It's some j- jokes are important. One time I went to Old Navy and there was a T-shirt at Old Navy and it had a Hello Kitty on it and she was holding skis. And it said, let's hit the slopes. And I was like, why does Hello Kitty want to beat up Asian people? Like, that's. (laughs) Right? Fuck you, Old Navy. Finally, somebody did a really good one. Pickup line for Trump to use on Andrea Merkel, the head of Germany. I have small hands. I don't know. Germans are into weird shit. You know, like, like, uh, (laughs) fucking. I have shit on my hands. My name's Donald Trump, and I'm a retarded person. You know, like, <laughs> sorry, m- mentally handicapped. You know, it doesn't help. Like, you know, it's still offensive to mentally handicapped people if I say that he, you know, he's he's beyond that. Uh, uh, whatever. And yeah. Hey. Hey, Roman. What makes Michelob Ultra great? You look like a guy that can handle that. Uh, Michelob Ultra is great because you can have at least twice as many of them before you get in the car. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) Good night, you guys. I love you. Yay! Roman Leo! Yay, everybody! Yay, Hellhat! We love the Hellhat here. We love all of the pieces of paper that litter the stage after all of the fun things that everybody said. 
that were mostly inappropriate. Yay! Thank you guys all for being here. This has been the Owl Hat. Have a beautiful night. Yay! Bye! Yay!